0: <gasps> oh, ah. Sorry, I didn't warm up beforehand. <laughs> As I normally do. Yes.
1: La 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 la, 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 la. la, 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 la. It's Billy Good Voice. <laughs> and I'm Johnny Barry White.
0: One Good Thing, the podcast that tries to find redeeming qualities in movies deemed to be terrible by critics, the public, and our fans, because we contest that no film is worthless. I am Paul Salt. I am Paul Goodman. And today we shall be discussing One Good Thing, Paul Salt and Paul Goodman's 2016 to present podcast about films. That's a bit novel, isn't it? Never heard of that. No. So, Paul, you podcast recorder. Hello.
1: This is rather self-indulgent, isn't it? Why are we talking about One Good Thing, the podcast that this is? today. Well, I think after a year and a bit, we deserve one long self-congratulatory wank, don't we? Um, <laughs> I allow myself one a year. <laughs> and this is this, finally on mics. Yeah, it is massively self-indulgent. One thing that's going to help us get around that is if we're a bit self-deprecating about it. About this rubbish podcast. Yeah, you twat. <laughs> we have a very clear mission statement. We do. And, and
0: it's it's not necessarily a history that we've really discussed on the podcast before. No. So it'll be interesting to get into that. Yeah. And yeah, it'll be interesting to revisit the mission statement and yeah. also just take a moment to really talk a little bit about making the podcast yeah. and connect with the fans a little bit and uh, take a couple of questions
1: from them. Yeah. I mean, aside from the mission statement, the main thing for me is this has just been the most fun. Yeah. It's, it's been such <laughs> a fun time. And, yeah. And... This this episode is for me as much as it is for anybody else. I'm actually re- I've been really looking forward to this one. It's been like the cake at the end of a long, old, boring walk. I think mean, that's a
0: good way of <laughs> boring walk through San Laverse. Yeah. Care of um Michael Bay, Bay. Michael Bay Bay.
1: Michael Bay Bay. <laughs>
0: Michael Bay Bay. You can lose track sometimes. Yeah. If you if you're just doing something for the sake of it and you're not stopping and reflecting. I think it's very easy to just
1: Lose your footing. Yeah, and hopefully by getting some of this down, it's going to help us and the listeners sort of keep track. Yeah, keep keep tabs on how we're doing. Hold us to this.
0: This is our constitution, and if we stray from it, it is your obligation as citizens of OGT to tear us down. Well, with that in mind, going, let's get on with it. Okay, now we're going to travel back in time. It is the twenty third of November. It is 2016, it is 10.40, and I'm going to play you something. This is a message sent from one Paul Salt to one Paul Goodman, on that date at that time. Podcast thought. I was just thinking about ways in which you can do film criticism in a way that's, well, a, a slightly unique way of doing it, and I was thinking what it is we like about the film critics that we like, and I remembered how we felt when we saw that Everything Great About series. What about some sort of positive film criticism thing where you the focus is on good things so obviously this really heavily plays into my idea that you know resisting the idea that oh film is dead they don't make movies like that anymore which has always been very important to me that idea so series on how great movies have been in the last 10 years in particular um the positive size side of um trends that most people dread, like the um Rise of the Superhero movies. Also that thing your idea of the guilty pleasures plays into that. And also defending recent movies that most people don't like. So anything voted rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, but which we actually quite enjoyed. I'm thinking I liked The Lone Ranger, of course. And recently um Magnificent Seven, which we both liked. This will unfortunately involve us watching more uh, critically panned films for material, but I don't know. What do you think? So, in that message, we get an idea for a podcast that focuses on positivity, reframing modern films as masterpieces. So, picking out the sort of classics that exist that most people overlook, largely to what we've identified as like that as people who don't, oh, they don't make movies like mm. that anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: And talking about guilty pleasures. That'd be a bit of a laugh, wouldn't it? That
1: podcast. Well, yeah. Just, just got to find one. Positive thing about each <laughs>
0: film, yeah, yeah. One, one
1: optimistic thing. I believe
0: is what the idea was. <laughs> yes, um, yeah.
1: I was in a job earlier that year that wasn't that demanding, and I was able to listen to podcasts all day for mm. the first time ever. Really, I'd never been into podcasts and um, the, f- the first ones I listened to were um, McElroy podcasts yes two of them Justin and Griffin do a website YouTube series called Monster Factory where yeah they sort of make horrendous creations um, from video games with the uh, character creation yeah um, which is how we heard about them. yeah and then we got on to um, the Adventure Zone um, yep, a Dungeons and Dragons yep. podcast that they run with their dad, Clint. And then uh Bam, My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is their advice podcast where they take questions from um, listeners and Yahoo yep. Answers. That was recommended to us by Jen Blundell, friend ah. friend of the show. Um Yay. Yeah. Who uh, I'm sure she wouldn't mind us mentioning that Dave Keep, artist for the <laughs> OGT logo, um, recommended yep. them to her. After that went on to things like Adam Buxton and Scroobius Pip and things like yep. that and after listening to all these different ones I mm. thought I could do that. <laughs> For a long time I've been wanting to do a podcast with you. Yes. Um couldn't decide what. We, we did float a couple of ideas before. I wanted to, I yep. was thinking of doing one based on a blog that I that I was doing at the time life worth living. Mm-hmm. Like a comedy existentialist look at all the silly things humans do to pass the time. But I couldn't quite get the format then this message came along
0: there's just something about watching people talk positively about something that i like and i didn't think there was much of it out there
1: yeah it's it's, it's definitely now nowadays i find it quite tiring having like listening to another yeah. just full-on negative review and you mm. know negative reviews where negative reviews are, are warranted is fine and it's Indeed. not just difference of opinion it's not like i don't, I don't just Get upset every time somebody criticises the Dark Knight Rises. Although sure. I do get upset every time somebody oh, sure. criticises The Dark Knight Rises, but that's a different story well, it's altogether. Get to listen to someone being wrong. Yeah, know, well, yeah. it's just great, really, doesn't it? <laughs> but, but it's yeah, it's just it just feels so good to have that that positivity. Yeah, and I know it's it may not be good SEO. <laughs> to To have, like, oh, just one guy who who likes films. People <laughs> yeah, right. do grab... Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's, it's more exciting, I think, to listen to two poor boys get angry about Paul Blart, more Blart. Sure. Than it is to listen to to to, to, to lameos discussing how much they really like sensitive and affectionate Gem and the Holograms.
0: <laughs> so that was kind of the, the nugget of the idea, and that first message sort of articulated that. Six minutes later, I sent another shorter <laughs> message that, um... Well, it took us in a different direction than the idea of just, hey, let's watch whatever Hollywood movies are coming out and talk positively about them. And it also ties into that other thing I spoke to you um, about at some stage, which is the idea that there's something positive about every film. Because it's a collaborative medium and because there's so many different people bringing something to everything, even the worst films and the most derisive films... Um, have something good about it. You know, Batman v. Two Man had really great artwork done, really great conceptual art. Um, Transformers movies have always had really good sound design. If, even the movies we hate, and we're going to have to dig deep into the movies that we really passionately hate, which offend us. Yeah, movies that have just really aggravated us. And we may, yeah, and just find things about it that make the cinematic experience of having seen it worth it that'll really put positivity to the test in some cases if if we need if we have to try and find something positive about zombie women of satan which is the worst film i've ever seen oh god help us and a podcast was born (laughs) (laughs) so you can see there it's already changed yeah it's no longer about sort of pointing out modern classics and it suddenly become a sort of dave gorman style <laughs> endurance thing can the Pauls watch utter shit and mm. find good nice things to say about it <laughs> so did it sort of reframe in that way between those two messages
1: yeah ab- absolutely because then it became it became less of an academic journey and mm. and, and more of a a viscerally exciting like yeah. plunge into yes <laughs> f- films that i had no dreams in my wildest wildest versions of, of seeing ever yeah and there was something there was something like quite quite naughty about suddenly <laughs> thinking oh I'm gonna have to watch all the uve balls eventually yes there's something exciting about it isn't yeah there? I don't know what it is but the idea of
0: let's see how bad this can get
1: yeah it's as intrepid as we're gonna get in your bedroom <laughs> you and I uh, specifically yes <laughs> and, um, without getting the swing set out it's pretty much yeah it's as pretty far much as this go. yeah, yeah. And yeah it's it's exciting. And like I I I've, I've loved bad movie podcasts in the past. Oh absolutely. And, um I listen used to listen to the Flop House for so, for oh, yes, yes. for ages.
0: I actually another podcast I used to listen to a lot was Radio which had mm. um Brad Jones the um cinema snob Mm, Um, on it regularly and eventually I think most people got sick of it because the host just was this guy and and Mm. he, um, in addition to a couple of controversial opinions regarding um, whitewashing (laughs) um, had this thing about how he would say they do not make movies Mm. like that anymore and it just it would always become so grating.
1: So I think there was definitely an urge. Yeah, and it's something that whenever somebody says it to me in person, hmm. it's, it's you can deal with it because you kind of go, "What do you? What do you mean? What do you, <laughs> have you seen?" And then yeah. forget every movie ever made.
0: Jack well, and Jill. <laughs> you know what about
1: whatever garbage film that people yeah. have forgotten from nineteen twenty? Yeah, it's all relative, isn't it? Yes, I think. It's very easy to skew statistics and to mm. skew experiences when you're mm. living in the world now. Yeah, you can compare anything to the 70s and feel better about it. But the truth yeah. is, no one had any electricity then. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's also a condensing that happens in which you compare yeah. the
0: last like two weeks of adverts that you saw to like the 70s. Yes, and yeah, you're, yeah, okay. There's there's a disparity there, but you're not yeah. being terribly fair.
1: But the difference is when you listen to people on on podcasts or yes. movie channels who are just uh ceaselessly negative yeah there's nothing really you can do about that except listen or post a comment on youtube yeah until we realise that podcasts were easy yeah. to do
0: <laughs> the thing is we're not sitting here each week talking about a great movie that just came out in cinemas i hmm. tried to do that on um on the uh, the screen mayhem yeah and sometimes our one better thing yeah. does that we are watching movies that nobody for the most part that nobody likes yeah. But its general consensus is these movies are terrible and we're coming to it and we're trying to find positive things to say about it mm. now why are we doing that is it just a sort of endurance test of oh isn't it funny watching them try to do this or are we making a point here
1: it, it is obviously in part endurance. It has become yeah. that. Yes, it's definitely become that, and, and, I, and I do wear that with some sort of pride. Yes, me too. Um, yeah. It's it's it, and that's by no means a bad thing. It's amusing. No. It's like us walking to Minsk from Madrid. It's um... <laughs> why would you? <laughs> why would you even go to Minsk? But what is the alone? spiritual aspect of it? In yeah. addition to the sort of just feat of it. That's, well, I just I think I think it's good to be positive. I feel like positivity is a perceived weakness. A lot nowadays. Well,
0: it's actually, that's an interesting thing to say, because if you've ever been in a group where you're the only one who liked something, yeah. as opposed to when you're the only person who didn't like something, mm. I feel, I mean, this might just be me, but I'm pretty sure I see it in others. It's a lot easier to be in the didn't like position. Yes. It's a lot easier to be in the position of just, no, it just didn't impress me, mm. as opposed to, oh, no, I liked it, because suddenly you have to explain or justify yes. why you liked it. And I don't feel like people who dislike something are taken to task in quite the same way.
1: No, and it's it's rare that you will just jab your finger at an entire crowd and be like, "What you say then?" <laughs> there is really good comedy in 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 anger yes. and in, in negativity. The best, a, a lot of the best stuff comes out of that, and it's yeah. it's really fun to try and get positive, make positivity funny, and yeah, obviously, I I, I really do feel like when we're most negative in mm. the in like the the summary after the plot. Yes, retelling. Yes, the the little burst of anger. Yeah, there's less. There's less comedy to be had there. Sometimes, sometimes Sometimes. Sometimes it works. Sometimes, Sometimes, like I think, the
0: little tirade Mm. and our general anger after grown ups too. Yeah. Especially when I then go back and read uh, more critical reviews.
2: Yeah. Oh, I just did a bird snap!
0: Fuck it! Go! Fuck me! What is go! this? Eat my fucking face <laughs> with a cleaver. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Uh, what well, the, the angle I want to approach every film that we do from now on, and I want to try and keep it in mind, is let's say for some reason you have to watch this. Mm. Say you're doing a podcast, for example. Mm. Or maybe your kids want to watch it, so you're stuck. What's the moment? What are the moments that are going to bring you through it? They're gonna actually get you into this. And I feel yeah. like there's worth in that. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's let's finish up on history then. So, I sent those messages to you at ten forty eight, two minutes after that last audio message. I say I send you a message saying the series could be called the one good thing about. <laughs> and at six twenty the next morning, yeah. when you wake up, you reply, "I really like the idea of that." Hmm. And at ten oh nine, when I wake <laughs> up, I say in quotation marks. Hello and welcome to The One Good Thing, in which we try to find positive things to say about the movies the world has given up on. Also, we could end each episode with a better alternative movie. Which is well, weird, okay. yeah. because we didn't start doing that until episode 20 or so. No, we didn't. And yet there it is, in a comment. I guess we, we scrapped it, thinking we had too many
1: segments. I, yeah, I think it was definitely on the cards, but then just speaking into a microphone without... <laughs> um, without urinating <laughs> was, was the main focus <laughs> for the first 10 episodes.
2: I guess you can't do anything
0: about it. will bring us pleasure or release. <laughs>
1: Yelp is on demand. you have breakfast at Millie's Corner Tea and Coffee Shop put the bunny back in the box. It's going
2: at the door. What Back in the
0: box. Why you still learning to spell your name? I was oh. okay so let's get into that a bit um you bought a really nice mic I did <laughs> I bought a really cheap mic yes we did a test run in my living my parents living room yeah. back in Crayford and it sounded like hot garbage yes being filtered through fine garbage. <laughs> Um, I thought, I really got quite upset about the idea of having to spend £50 on something I would use almost every day since,
1: <laughs> um, uh, eventually plumping for it. We use, um, what do we use? Blue for? Snowball Ices. Yes. Um, yes, they are USB mics, um, so it yep. helps us with our very crude uh, <laughs> setup. Both um, plugged into my PC. Yep. Um, both, recor- both recording through Audacity on the one track. It's remained rudimentary.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. It may become more sophisticated later for reasons that we'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. But for now, yes, it has been pretty basic. We use Audacity to edit it. Our layout is all somewhat freeware. Yes.
1: (laughs) Um... Down to the, the cushions and...
0: Uh... Yes, there's a cushion in front of me right now in yeah. order to try and block out some of the echo that we had in the early episodes. Yes. Um, there's, because... a, there's a mattress against the wall. There's a mattress against the wall because we should point out, at, at the point of the episode Paul Blart, Mall Cop, we moved into a flat together in Lewisham. Yeah. And yes, uh, it, it's a much larger room that we now record in than my little living room yeah. in my parents' house. It's um very high ceilings. It's quite large. Yep. It's echoey. Sure is that. It is that. So we have to, every day before the recording starts, bring half of the furniture of the living room, all the cushions <laughs> and the mattresses,
1: and stack yeah. them against the walls. A duvet goes yep. on the floor.
0: I mean, it only takes about 10-15 minutes to do. Yeah, but I do resent time. every minute of it. Yeah, every second of it is time we could be spent living our lives.
1: <laughs> but the, the embarrassment, like the hot face <laughs> I get when I listen to a shitty, echoey episode is uh, <laughs> just unbearable. It's not worth it. See so, yeah, so it did it just it started in twenty the end of twenty sixteen yeah. um in a in a room with me sitting on the floor, shivering like fuck. That's right. Um I didn't I needed my slippers and I didn't bring them. Yep. We had watched
0: Batman versus Superman, the extended cut. The very morning we had watched it and then we were diving in hot. Um cold, rather. <laughs> yeah. Um straight away into the podcast. With a a a small amount of time spent mm. so I could dig up some critic reviews and mm-hmm. uh audience reactions no pros whatsoever yeah and yeah we we said about it and we recorded for hour and 45 minutes yeah hour and 48 all in the end i think yeah that was it um and we had previously agreed that we wanted the episodes to be around half an hour i think we had optimistically said originally
1: yeah I and mean, so as not to anger anyone <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we really did feel like anyone listening to our podcast would just be paying us the greatest <laughs> doing us the greatest favor
1: yeah they're obligated <laughs> and um yeah and and w- we just didn't want to
0: take up too
2: much we of your time. We didn't want to impose
1: on anyone <laughs> with our stupid voices and opinions. <laughs> and yeah, and I mean the difference between the first episode and now. Mm. I think I remember every every episode mm. being a real like, okay, I've got to set the morning aside for meditation. <laughs> this, this this has to go well. It has yeah. to. No, I don't give a shit. No, yeah. no now now it's just amazing how much more naturally yeah. it comes. Which is not to say I'm a natural speaker at this stage, by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination, but um, the differences are amazing. Sound it quality is. and just thought quality, I think.
0: So We recorded that long episode, edited yeah. it down to 45 minutes, if yeah. I remember correctly, cutting an hour and some of content yeah. out of the damn thing. Yeah. We will release an ultimate cut of our Batman versus Superman discussion one the extended day. Extended edition. <laughs> it's not better. It's definitely
1: not better, guys. Went really well, I think. Yeah, and... It was slow in the beginning because yeah. um, I'm I'm a bit of a misanthropic introvert, <laughs> and social media to me is anathema. I'm a, a,
0: a real sort of party going extrovert. Yeah, love people, love being around people. All the time. But
1: you love face to face, not social media. Oh no how, I love the social media. I love everything. Oh. All of okay. It, and that's why
0: it came all so naturally for me.
1: Oh, okay. So so naturally <laughs> that it took us about three weeks. Yes. Three episodes until we even sort of connected to any other yeah. living person well, <laughs> out in the Twitter sphere.
0: I don't get very good Wi Fi in the cave I usually hide in during
1: <laughs> during almost any social hours. <laughs> no, so that was that was tough. And again it I was. think I think with the encouragement of Katie and other people, yeah. um oh, you've actually gotta reach out and speak <laughs> to people if you yeah. wanna get heard. We went, Oh, I suppose then we
0: Fine. should probably do that. We won't just release our content into a into a box at the back of my yeah. dad's attic. <laughs> and <laughs> expect is, people to go and sit and listen to it. Which
1: is what all true artists do. <laughs> but tens of people were listening to us <laughs> and we just we were having all the fun.
0: Yeah, all the fun. That's the thing is mm. I I don't think I think early on, we both agreed that if we didn't enjoy this, it wasn't gonna last, yeah, because the chances of getting success you know are so slim you know, you don't know who's gonna. You you don't know what the the sudden eye, the the great eye of Sauron that is public opinion is going to focus on next. But the chances of it being you is very remote. Chances of it being a bad movie podcast. (laughs) Uh (laughs) So it had to be fun for us. And luckily it has been tremendously fun for us. And it's been wonderful connecting out to you guys and other podcasts. And so that's what's
1: really kept it alive, I think. I bound home from work to do these. Fuck yeah, and these... watch these movies. No matter yeah. how bad a movie gets, <laughs> I was. I remember messaging you before um, Jack and Jill, before yep. Grown Ups, yep, before the Phantom Menace. Because you
0: want to know yeah. how could it
1: be so bad? I, I mean, it's wait. just a comedy, right? Yeah. How could it? So they tell jokes that aren't funny. Yeah. How could it
0: be this annoying? Oh, and then it sinks in. Yeah, and the weird thing is, it's very much like I love horror films. Mm. You see, but I hate seeing horror films at the cinema. But I always do it because I have a terrible memory. I bound into the cinema. I'm like, oh boy, a horror film. And then it starts. It's like, oh no. Oh, oh God, no. Yeah. Please don't, please don't make a loud noise that makes me jump. Please. I hate that. I hate it more than anything. Yeah. And then I leave the cinema going, that was really good. Yeah. And it's, it's like that for this. Yeah. Because it's very during the films, we're often quite depressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the really bad ones are very quiet. Yeah. Quite angry. Yeah. Sometimes they're amazing and we love it. Yeah. Often they're not.
1: Most of the time they're not. And then as soon as it's over, it's like, when's the next one? Yeah, it's it's so Moorish in, in the most brutalising way possible. <laughs> it is, it's like an addiction. It's like you know that yeah, it, yeah. it's not good for you. That the highs are <laughs> temporary. And the feeling of self-worth just plummets.
0: <laughs> as soon as you finish the recording. <laughs> yeah. Because then it's all set in stone. It's like... After you've seen the film, it's the potential. Yeah. You could say anything, you could do anything. And then you <laughs> finished recording and it's like, oh you did that.
1: I have a, a clear like ideal in my <laughs> in my head of me at a podium. Mostly it's just me just making fart noises with my tongue <laughs> and and going, Oh God, in a in a, like a like entitled middle class accent. <laughs> I keep hoping it's going to be you making fart noises with your
0: tongue and saying, oh, God, in an upper class accent. And I'm usually mortified to find we have actually talked about a film, (laughs) which happens far too often. I do. There's a balance in our podcast between the funny stuff and the us talking about film. (laughs) And I always worry that the latter is the weaker. I don't think it is because I'm usually interested in the things that we've said and the discussion
1: I've had with you. The issue is I tend to judge my own performance in, in life and in podcasts and how funny I've been. Yeah. That's a common thing that I do as well. It's just, yeah. Um, it's, it's like a deeply rooted social anxiety (laughs) that like makes me tell jokes constantly, no matter how. Good or not.
0: How did things go with John? Oh, I didn't make him laugh once. We just spent four hours talking about the meaning of life and our own anxieties yeah. and stuff.
1: And it was actually really meaningful. Yeah, he got cr- a giggle. Yeah. He I'm cried such an asshole. head on my shoulder. Not a titter. <laughs> I'm a twat. Yeah, I'm I worthless. Hate myself.
0: More than anything else, we're just recording the way we talk. Yeah. <laughs> we do tend to talk quite long windedly about these things. So Which
1: is what started this in the beginning, the oh, thought exactly. that we could have fun doing it and <laughs> maybe
0: other people would like it too. Maybe maybe. Oh, maybe one day. Every episode of the show is like a poorly animated anxiety attack in an ice cream factory.
1: <laughs> Richard Shadow. Yeah. He's called Richard Shadow.
0: Nobody's called Richard Shadow. So. Tom Hardy. Ooh. Your famous Welshman. Why didn't you just kill me? Your punishment must be more severe. Chuck Bentley.
1: Very big bollocks.
0: Africa, wrong way.
1: John Froth, art shufflebottom. Fucking poor Dave. poor
0: Dave. <laughs> Let's move on to like modern episodes then. So, I want to talk about some challenges. So, here are some things we have learned, just in case you're doing a similar podcast out there or are interested in how we do this. Yeah. First of all, the actual watching of the movie. I think we've covered that the amount of prep work we do is interesting. Mm. How much should you do? How many notes should you have? Oh, and another thing about watching the movie is how many notes should you take? Mm. (laughs) Because often we'll start off heavy. I think both of us and then somewhere around the second act of the movie we'll stop taking
1: notes. I got a pretty good idea at this stage.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You get, you get the idea of what the tone is and what your issues or what you like about it is. Yeah. My notes are usually quite top heavy.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, I have a list, list of good and bad things. Yeah. Any themes that, that arise. Yeah. But they do they do tend to trail off.
0: I'd be very interested if someone out there, maybe, you know, when we have millions of fans, yeah. if one of them could take the time to actually point uh plot on a chart of yeah. like the runtime of films where our good things tend to appear. I'd be very interested to see how many of them are in like the first mm. hour. Um but then afterwards, how much like prep work do you do? How many how many talking points should we have? Because sometimes I'll guide the discussion. Mm. Sometimes I really go hands-on with it. Like, things like, I mean, Street Fighter. I basically mm. wrote a little history of Street Fighter. Mm. Or um Bucky Larson.
1: I went away and wrote about all these rather obtuse screenwriting principles. Mm-hmm. Freddie got fingered. You uh wedged in your bit about Dadaism. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah and, and always in the back of my head, it's like, I hope you're ready to have all this cut. Because it lifts out really easily. (laughs) Well, that was, that was another thing when, when we're actually doing the podcast, getting used to the idea that we could cut things and not, not to worry about just saying just absolute bollocks. Yeah. Because that's stuff that none of you will ever hear. That's the advantage over actually meeting you. Yes. Um, (laughs) God forbid we should ever have to do any of that, but that's, that's, (laughs) it's us, not you, I promise. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and I, and I, I don't think there's been a pattern with, how much we've prepared and how well an episode's gone i tend to feel happier once i've when i've prepared yeah but i'm pretty sure there have been episodes where i haven't Mm. and i've been really thrilled with how they've how they've gone um i think i would generally prepare i go away and i write Mm. a a few paragraphs of how i felt about the film and um I very rarely actually glance back at my notes.
0: No, nor do I actually. It's interesting. I take yeah. my uh, my notes throughout a film are written down on a pad and it's yeah. a long list of everything I thought to write down. Yeah. Like, well, oh, this is a bit derivative. God, mm. this is boring. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then I also write down the good things and I put a little plus mark so yeah. I can find it easy when I'm yeah. looking down the page. And apart from when I'm looking for the plus marks, I never look at them, never read them again even.
1: No, which is why it's good. It's been good for me to do that preparation. I tend to do mm. it on the... The horrible community that I have to right. to work and back, yeah. Um, and it's just a bit of quiet when everybody's like drowsy and groggy on the morning train, right? Um, just to articulate it because I think you, I always I've always seen you as having a um as as being quite eloquent and having mm-hmm. and being quite quite ready with with mm-hmm. an astute point. And Thank you. um, welcome. And <laughs> I, yeah. No, I I, I I'm 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 I know that I'm the kind of person that has to really plan ahead if I if I want to know what it is I'm going to say. Oh. So yeah, so that's so that that's where planning mm. comes in for me, for me. and then okay, there's yeah. there are some films where I'm just fascinated by the production that you know and, yes, and the reactions yeah. and you know thing, things like Dennis Duggan's defense of yes grown-ups absolutely. too and, and things like that and, and
0: what that says about him and of bad films in general yeah yeah um now on the day of the recording i get very conscious of a lot of things how i slept the night before yeah. what i've eaten that day has yeah. become very important to the me. the amount that you sweat constantly yep constantly steam pumps out of my nose yeah um for example today i had a bad lunch uh. i didn't eat very well to, for lunch today and as a result my throat is dry my mouth is kind of dry as well. Mm. And I feel like I'm straining a bit. And sometimes when I listen back to old episodes, I can really hear it. Like, I can, or not old episodes even, I can hear the fact that I'm running out of breath before the end of my sentence. And it bothers mm. me. So, like, yeah. I try to really take much better care of myself on a day of podcasting than I do on other days. Mm. Body is a temple. The body is a temple, but uh, only one day of the week. Yeah, it's a garbage filled temple. <laughs> the rest of the time, I invite the prostitutes in. <laughs> <laughs> and just say
1: go fucking wild <laughs> go fucking wild yeah. invite it. the mayor <laughs> um, my concern is how much I listen to podcasts and music with headphones huh. I find that the... on the day of the thing on the day of the thing um, huh. it does make me insular Right, I don't ever have time during the day to articulate my thoughts yeah. and there are some episodes mm. where I can go back and I know that I spent the morning listening to podcasts or music huh. um, that you know because I, cause I can tell like the frustration mm. or like the the, the ineloquence with which I've approached certain ideas. I
0: hate it when it comes down to the wire. I hate it when, like, I'm we're setting up the room and I still haven't finished my notes. Yeah. Like, and I'm still trying to think of, Paul, you... What can I call you? Yeah. Fuck, what are the memorable quotes for this film? There must be someone yeah. who calls someone something at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and just... Uh, it's just... I know that nothing great is going to come. Yeah. Because... Can't just say big face moon man again. <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, I find that what I the way I write that is best is I just need to write. Mm. Like if I just write garbage and keep writing garbage, eventually it'll swing around and I'll delete all the garbage and write (laughs) the good stuff. Uh, Whereas if I just sit and wait for good stuff, I don't write anything and nothing gets done. So yeah, I I find that's really important in terms to understand in terms of me doing prep for all of this. And if I don't have time to stop writing garbage
1: and start writing good stuff, then you're just left with garbage. It's all garbage, baby. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's like the main principle of writing, I think, mm. is I mean most authors would say you just you mm. have to write. If you're not writing, you're not going to get anything done. And that's yeah. always, always the thing that I've gone by with writing myself. Mm. Um, my Doghead is available on Amazon, five ninety nine paperback <laughs> and Kindle. But but it is like you, you've got to you've got to start writing and whether yeah. it's whatever it is, you know, the good mm. the good will come eventually. Because I think you've just got to sort of declutter all yeah. the bollocks that just um, that hangs mm. around in your brain. Yeah, cobwebs. And
0: I think that helps with this process as well, the process we're having right now, because rather than trying to root around, feel for the idea whilst you're actually recording, mm. you have the idea and it's sort of picked out from the dirt that is my thought process <laughs> yeah. beforehand because it tried to come out in paper. So I think that's a really useful thing to do mm. pre-recording. During the recording, it's really difficult not to be wary of time. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly like looking over at the audacity bars, seeing yep. how far it is and what the time is and being like, oh, Christ. Because ultimately what's in the back of your head is editing. Mm-hmm. Now, in my experience, it takes you twice as long to edit the thing that you're listening to. Yeah. So if you've got an hour worth of stuff, it's going to take you two hours to edit it. Almost always works out that way. Um, so consequently, when you end up recording, what's our longest recording to date? Halloween one. Yeah, it was Halloween, yeah. wasn't it? We went for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was eight movies. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we almost always record twice as much as we need is the interesting thing.
1: Yeah. Again, this is this is going back to us having conversations in real life. There's a hell of a lot of stuff that I wish I'd never said, and if I could condense it down to about two <laughs> thirds of what what I actually said that night, I feel I'd have come across as a pretty eloquent motherfucker. <laughs> We tend to we we take turns.
2: Yep. So first usually edit. one of us would do a first.
1: First edits easiest because you cut out all the stuff of us
0: just bumbling around going but telling horrible jokes, and- telling horrible jokes, all the nasty stuff that
1: we don't want you guys to hear because yeah. we want you to like us. Yeah. Um- <laughs> yeah. All the really needy stuff, and and <laughs> and then um and then there'll be the second edit, third and fourth. It tends to be four edits. Um, yeah. And the fourth edit is usually cutting like a, another five minutes just yep. to really streamline it. Yeah. Um. Paul, you usually do you sample. Yep, I use the sample.
0: I'm the one who does the samples and the music thing. <laughs> You've
1: done a very, very good job. And I with really love like, doing it. As the thing, well, with and things like Halloween and the um, the top tens episodes, they mm. really made the episode. I think, um, the 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 little stings you put in and the the intros and outros, mm. which in the top ten episode, I absolutely adore. And, <laughs> some, it, and it gives it a really wonderful. nice narrative. <laughs> mm. You do
0: all of the music for the podcast. So yes. you, if there's new jingles to be written or um, just putting in the theme music. The theme music yeah. the uh one better thing and now the quickfire song yeah which i'm really fond of
1: yeah the 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 10th episode yep tracks um, yep, i've really enjoyed doing some a couple have been ones that i've written in the past and a few are, <laughs> and there's been a few that i've done specifically for yeah for this OTT.
2: yeah
1: um and that i think that came out of listening to a lot of adam buxton when he put he puts in a lot of his own Stuff, and I mean, he's a genius, he's an absolute master of the comedic song. And, um, (laughs) like, I I guess these are my attempts to be like, Look, I'm a bargain bin Adam Buxton, everyone.
0: (laughs) So, just coming off of that, I think that's about about it for how we do an episode. Has it changed something within you doing this? Has it changed the way you watch movies or think about movies? Do you think,
1: yes, Hmm. because it's come out of the way I have analyzed the mm. movies that we've seen for this podcast. Right. So the things that are talked about the most between us, like the human mm. moments, yeah, like telegraphing every plot twist, yes. or, you know... Um, Exposition. Exp- exp- we talk about a lot. Ex-fucking-zition <laughs> about over-explaining a joke or a point yeah. that I'd never considered beforehand, really. Right. Yeah. The fact that we've now discussed these things, mm. and I've been on the lookout in films that didn't necessarily like. Yeah. I started to take notice of them in the films that I do like. Yes. Um when did we go and see the Royal Tenenbaums? Oh,
0: that was um I feel like that was early on. That was like um February or maybe even, or March, that kind of time.
1: I think even then in in March when we went yeah. to see the Royal Tenenbaums in the cinema. Mm. Even then, it made such a difference because suddenly... Wow. And the cinema obviously helped because mm. everybody should see the Royal Tenenbaums in the cinema. You should all see your favourite
0: movies in the cinema. It makes such a difference.
1: Exactly. But um, I was suddenly just so much more aware of...
0: Mm. The things it was doing right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's definitely... Definitely changed the way mm. that I see I see movies. Yeah. Um. Even the films that I don't like. I mean, we went to see Justice League. Yes. Re- recently. I have very little... <laughs> will to go and see another dceu movie but knowing that we're gonna yes, probably course, be talking yeah. about them in this podcast is <laughs> like well okay i'll go and see another one i hope this one isn't terrible
0: yeah and I, I think i less i'm less likely to passively watch movies these days yeah. i'm less likely to sort of watch it and just not and just you know oh well that was good at the end I, mm. i'm always looking for ammunition that i can use to compare one of the things we do watch or yeah it's all
1: material and it's all ways of mm. understanding it's really changed everything. I do still try and watch some of the some of these movies passively. Yes, I think my brain tries to force it on me, and then I have right. to sort of put the old nipple clamps on and bring me back the intellectual into the room. nipple clamps yeah. you have and the actual literal <laughs> and those.
0: I, I think it's forced me to take my film love to the next step. Mm. Like I'm reading books on film criticism now and reading in with more. You. I'm re- <laughs> it's moving in and squatting on my face, uh, and that also helps that I've now sort of gained this. Voluntary position as a film yeah. critic, which you know is also hopefully sharpening my, well, uh, this, my tool that I use
1: here. I think. This is a really interesting thing because I think out out of the two, I don't mm. think anyone would hesitate before <laughs> saying you are the you are the film buff of the two. Mm. I would consider myself a film buff in regular yeah. society, in normal <laughs> society. This is far from that. Yeah, but yeah, and and I and I feel like I'm of of the two. I'm more of like the schlub. <laughs> like I, I, I've got some sex jokes, but. <laughs> Is anyone interested? <laughs> but, but it has, like, stepped up both of our games. So yeah. you are you are now sort of just mainlining film in every mm. sort of form you can. And I am now more than passively watching movies that I like. <laughs> the main joy I
0: have in this podcast is the fact that we have these episodes now. There are 50 of these now. 50 episodes and a nice little list 52. on BuzzFeed. 50. Oh, 52. Of course, I was f- forgetting about the one quick things. Mm. Yeah, 52 episodes over the course of this year. And there's going to be more, hopefully, you know, going all the way, all the way up into the future. And I'm just very proud of them mm. more than anything else. I listen to them now and then. I was listening to some today and I, I mean, they're neat. I think they're good
1: little. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. I mean, they're pretty cool. Pretty yeah.
0: interesting. Pretty funny.
1: Yeah. I don't care how this is going to sound. I, I I listen back on these and I yeah. laugh. Yeah. They, they make me laugh. Like in the same, I, I like listening back to the music that I've written in the past because mm. it's. There's just layers to the stuff that y- only you are going to pick up on. Yeah, there are there are episodes that I'm really proud of. Yeah, and as a as a as a whole, entire sort of complete thing, I'm yeah, yeah pretty proud of it. I'm happy with the like the legacy as it is so far. <laughs> Can't wait to see where it's going to go.
0: Time for review, so we're going to start with our top five favorite films that we have watched. This does not include *Defense of's*, the films, uh, the one good thing you might have missed, mm-hmm. the one good thing about 2016, or our list of favorite movies because that would be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would kind of skew the results. So these are the movies we enjoyed for any reason. Mm. Number five, we have *Batman vs Superman*. Do you bleed?
2: Mm, shock horror I think
0: shock horror but yes I, I listened back to our first review and my summarizing statement is uh the one good thing about batman versus superman is that it's
1: quite good yeah and i mean this is explicitly the extended edition yes um, absolutely because there is an awful lot that worked about it yeah number four is the christmas tree i'd better go now the best 40 minutes you'll ever spend <laughs> yeah free 40 minutes <laughs> yeah i mean my my gosh i'd this, this was back in the day when I was I was still easily surprised at this stage I think, and yeah. the Christmas tree really did pack a surprise. Yeah. The,
0: the sheer number of things that could be done wrong in a film mm. was the surprise
1: to both of us. I think I hadn't stopped laughing throughout the film, <laughs> I and mean, you can tell just the, the joy that we would yeah. experienced. It also sprung a wonderful um, jingle that I used at the end of the episode. Yes, about of course. a certain dark throws himself down like a derby horse. Throws himself down like a derby horse. You really adopted the darkness.
0: Absolutely. Okay, at number three, The Happening.
1: You like hot dogs, don't you? <laughs> I
0: remember... I had seen this before. I did not... But I did not remember it being this much fun. Hmm. I think it really just... It was
1: part of just us watching it together and it was just the funniest fucking film well there's the second film i think we're a bit of we're kind of priors on this one it seems like the, the consensus is that this is the worst film ever made and yeah this um, one has some real bile yeah and you know what antichrist isn't that bad <laughs> highlander 2 yes the quickening <laughs> Yes, we had the 86 minute DVD version. Yes, um, the theatrical version, I believe. Ah, yes. Okay then. I mean, we were we went in expecting boring. I think b- boring. No, yeah, 0% is going to be an absolute mess. Yeah, edited poorly yeah. because
0: of all the production issues.
1: Not only did I not stop laughing, but I <laughs> felt joyous. Yeah, I, I I felt like i had been born again. Come the end of the film.
0: Yeah, just every scene. It's like, yeah. oh God, what's going to happen now? Yeah. What's my
1: clients I going to do in this cab? Yeah a scratch look at my splendid waistcoat it's just yes more more sean more russell more christoph it's just it was it's the funniest movie that we've seen so far it yes was the happiest i felt out of any movie so far yes absolutely yeah. and you might
0: think Well that doesn't make sense it's only number two yeah. well that's because in all of our time doing this we have only so far watched one film that wasn't so bad it's good or so funny it was good but was a good film yeah that was inexplicably maligned. I mm. feel uh, if you've been paying attention, you might know that that movie is *Gem and, holograms. From my heart and the
2: Holograms*.
0: A movie we both loved. Yeah, it was sweet. It's funny in places. Yeah. It's Contemporary. Contemporary. It's got great commentary on modern life Mm. uh, for teens and, you know, fame. And it's just so well acted Mm. um, by most of the cast and beautifully shot. Yeah. Incredibly shot. Good music. Fantastic music. And a really sweet central story about a dad and Mm. his little girl.
1: Maligned because of its connection to the um, the original um, psychedelic...
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, which really, was, fuck. Which the really was the female He-Man. Uh, and you, you couldn't have gotten a more different film. But I really feel like if you just take it on its own terms, when we start touring with this podcast and we do a special screening, we're going to have to, well, do the quickening. <laughs> but also, For the first year. Yeah. But like to get people out of the theatres at the end, we'll have to do gem as well because it's just it's a beautiful film.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I hope that listening to that episode up till now and in the future yeah it will turn a few people onto it
0: i hope so because it really feels unfortunate that it's been so forgotten especially mm. considering how sweet the intentions behind it seem to have been mm. with the exception of how they treated the fans and the original creator yes. that is an unfortunate black stain on this yes uh with those misappropriated clips but aside from that it, there's a hell of a lot of heart in there yeah okay yes. time to talk about the bottom five movies the movies that we really hated number five
1: is uh Jacques and Gilles what one?
0: Oh! Hey, which
1: entry. yeah uh, being a recent episode you might remember how dead inside we felt having seen that it really did you know yeah. it really did numb me yeah I, 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 I just didn't. I couldn't speak for a good time after I went to bed angry yeah um is the la- the laziest the most cynical yeah mercenary yeah of all the Adam Sandler movies it really is it really made me feel bad and angry
0: yep Number four, the only film on this list that isn't meant to be a comedy, um, although it does have comedic elements which are just as horrific, Transformers The Revenge of the Fallen.
1: Uh, Michael Bay's
0: worst film so far, most obnoxious, most hateful. It could, it could well be. I haven't seen Pain and Gain,
1: is the thing. I haven't seen Pain and Gain. Yeah. Or any of the other Transformers. Oh, After, okay. after 1 and 2. Oh, okay. I saw 3, which was oh, loads. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I imagine so. It's just every, everything Everything that Bayhem is. It's, yeah. It's up up close, it's uncomfortable, yeah. it's sweaty, full of eye-fucking poor Megan Fox. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, a couple of nice, uh, racially inappropriate <laughs> robots. Yay! Just for good, just for good measure, in case you were wondering. Oh, and John Tatura's in it, which yeah. is unfortunate. Yes. Yeah, a couple of great actors sort of sucked up yeah. in that vacuum. Ooh, this is a, I'm, I'm coming up with a certain trend of film so, in the film so far. Let's, Ooh. let's move on and see, and see if you can guess <laughs> what that, what that trend is. With uh, number three, lesbian vampire killers. I'm not going to
0: bum you or anything. Oh, is it that that one also has John Turturro in it?
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 on you're on the right line. Yeah, with John Turturro in Transformers Two. <laughs> um, lesbian vampire killers. British, British, so large large sex worse. comedy. Yeah. Um, with a flimsy horror story along along with that, with pretty pretty upsetting undertones and overtones yeah (laughs) the whole the whole thing about you know lesbianism being cured by a sword shaped like a cock thrown thrown by poor unfortunate Paul McGann yeah absolutely sucking him in and it just yeah yeah Really awful.
0: I've just realised we're playing a game of Six Degrees here, really. Jack and Jill has awful racism, which was also in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, which has eye-fucking, that was also in lesbian vampire killers, mm. which has awful British lad comedy that was also in our number two, Sex Lives of the Potato Men. Fanny
1: juice and strawberries. Oh boy.
0: Yay. Um, yeah, a grosser film, mm. which was less with less production quality than lesbian yes. vampire killers more British comedy sucked up into it to die a lonely death just really awful never yeah. look at a plate of fish and chips again
1: yep yeah. poor Johnny Vegas and poor Mark Gatiss yep and the Davises and the Davises and the Davises, and the Davises. sorry about that yeah. um, and just like Sex Lives of the Potato Men has um, a series of seemingly unconnected sketches <laughs> um, all meaner and luder than the last Yeah. we move on to number one which is Grown Ups 2 <laughs> <laughs> Yes, which um, is exactly that. It is yeah. a series of sketches which go yeah. nowhere to further the plot, just so we can get further and further to the yeah. end and um, finally realise that Nick Swarton is gay and isn't that disgusting? <laughs> yeah. Um, again, it is. It is lazy. It is just him and his friends shooting the shit yep. and laughing about
0: anyone different from them.
1: Yeah. Product placement, mean jokes about immigrants, women, ugly yep. people. Um, mean lazy jokes as well yeah yeah, yeah. not even good mean jokes <laughs> so Paul did you did you get the through line for all five films oh no what was it well they each have a, an actor or comedian that we once respected oh no demeaning
2: themselves <laughs>
1: in, in in front of the camera for
2: 90 well, minutes minimum
1: Werner <sighs>
0: Herzog appeared in like the 25th season of The Simpsons so that's not nearly as bad as any of this <laughs> <laughs> um Uh, A couple of honourable mentions Mm -hmm. (laughs) for the worst films list. Um, We have Alone in the Dark, Jupiter Ascending, Battlefield Earth, Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star, I can't believe that got edged out, Lady in the Water, Batman and Robin, and Paul Blart, Maul Blart. All pretty patience-testing, and yet we have managed to find good things in all of these episodes. Mm -hmm. And actually, some of those episodes are among my favourites, particularly Jupiter Ascending. Ah. Which I really like as an episode, and Alone in the Dark. Interesting. Yeah, sometimes it gets... Difficult to get good stuff out of an episode when it's such a grind. Mm. For example, Battlefield (laughs) Earth. God Almighty! Hello, Nick Farnese, you absolute punk!
1: Oh, Robo Jesus seven 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 takes his time over chicken
2: nuggets. Oh yeah, he
1: does. John C. McGinley was um doing an impression of Orson Welles, which he <laughs> later admitted that was a, was a bad idea. But
0: Orson Welles doing what? Orson <laughs> <Awesome laughs> Welles was doing, doing an impression of John C. Of McGinley.
1: McGinley. <laughs> What's my chances of getting back to Peru? Twenty to one, I reckon. <laughs> poor <a> bell. <laughs> I'm a big rotating CGI head <laughs> In a bleak expanse of nothingness The guards all have their guns But as soon as they see how ripped he is
2: They, just, they cannot possibly <laughs> hurt that beautiful man <laughs> Did you
1: shoot a rose?
0: <laughs> okay, so we have actually um, extended our hands to the OG team And asked for them to spit the questions out of their mouths into our hands
1: Okay, let's 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 get going from our good friend Tom Brown, who oh, um, who is in uh, in the band Mag- Magnetic Foragers, who uh, he describes as an audio visual noise band, <laughs> um, very very cool. Yeah, he has asked us: Is there a film that surprised you by being a lot better than you were led to believe?
0: Oh, it has to be Jam. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah,
1: def- definitely Jam. Yeah, um, most
0: of the surprises in our podcast come from films not being as bad as we think they're going to be, like yes. Battlefield Earth, which I think we even described at the time as being disappointing as far mm. as worst film of all times go yeah so well, that might have been alone in the dark actually yeah. so yeah Jem is the only film i think that genuinely took us by surprise by being a good film
1: yes C- uh, cinema bushido asked a similar question okay. what movie was so good it should never have been on one good thing I don't, so yeah i, I yeah. think i think gem but he also went on to ask what was our favorite episode right that's um, an interesting question Blockbusters also asked that question
0: i can say pretty immediately my favorite episode is um, street fighter being okay. upbeat about Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, it's the episode I, I felt the most confident going into because of the amount of prep I had done. Hmm. It's the one we enjoyed the most, like, throughout that story about the production. We were yeah. both just laughing to it and riffing and yeah. coming up with characters. It's just... And, and we both enjoyed the film, and that made me feel really good. I felt validated that I had picked a good defense of episode because we both enjoyed it. Yeah. Um yeah
1: that was I think that's been my favorite episode. Oh great. For me it has to be Highlander 2 The Quickening. <laughs> Not only was the film hilarious from beginning to end I had the most fun recording that one doing Michael Ironside impressions. <laughs> my best Christop- Christophe Christoph Lambert and Sean Connery oh, God, and yeah. Just, just the riffing that went on around that. I think you yeah. can tell how much fun we had watching and recording that one. Yeah,
0: I would say I would add also Spanglish. A not mm. an interesting film to watch, but we really that was the first episode where we sort of broke out the impressions a lot mm. and had this recurring thing going, which yeah, a recurring bit which I really liked, and it gave birth to the Jimmy Stewart
1: nightmare. Oh yeah, <laughs> a nightmare. And um, the other other favourite episodes for me includes I really like the glitter episodes. Yeah. Um when we're breaking into impressions of nice dice, <laughs> On dice. um but also the ones that seem to have um slipped between the cracks for them not being um better known films or people who aren't interested in them. I love our point break episode. Oh yeah. I was such a big fan of fan of With it. Before the Ray Winston stuff. Yeah, and nobody gives a shit about it. <laughs> you know, understandably. Rightly so. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh and the, and then um then the Surf Ninjas episode. Yeah. Was the best oh, fun. Yes. Having the uh the, the hot young Baby Beard Boys. <laughs> yeah, it's to... our
0: only collaborative episode so far and it was one of the most fun. Yeah. Maybe not to record. Yes. Recording was nightmarish. But
1: listening back to it is just so, so great. Yeah. And it ends with that amazing song that they, oh they my did. God. They really rubbed our noses in the fact that we're not musically <laughs> creative in any way, shape, or form.
0: I felt so flattered by that, that was really lovely of them. You got me rocking and a
2: rolling party and a casting one good thing, one 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 good thing.
1: Oliver Irwin at uh-huh. Video Negative had a couple of questions. I like it when podcasts get self-critical. Ooh. So what's your least favourite episode of yours? <gasps> now, I would like to say... Which baby would you like to stab of ours? It's two of your favourite episodes. Great! <laughs> Jupiter Ascending <laughs> okay. and, and Alone in the Dark. Really? That's really interesting. Yes. Um, and it was partly... I would. It's those two with Lady in the Water. And it's wow. partly because the th- I found the three films so unbearably boring. Yes, it translated into recording for me. It transferred, <laughs> and I, okay. I think you can you can hear how little I care about any of these <laughs> films, and just how sort of broken I was trying to discuss them. Right. And I feel like there are certain films that have a soporific effect on me. Yes. And when when you're prog- like progressing through the recording, there is a big part of you just thinks, should I just go and have a big old wank instead? <laughs> and I mean, I always combine the two i usually celebrate a good episode with one as well (laughs) okay oh the avengers
0: 98 was fairly um no again because we we broke out the sean connery impressions Uh, yeah i I really really enjoyed the avengers yeah oh fuck i can't do it (laughs) i'm sorry i can't pick any of these i just have fond memories of making them all and really listening to them uh, maybe ghost rider okay that was fairly you know what sometimes the really long ones actually Mm. i can say it makes me wince a little bit whenever i think about the one good thing about 2016 because i was so fucking sick that day that we recorded that i was magnificently fabulously (laughs) extravagantly ill um, to the point where we literally finished recording and i went and climbed into bed and slept through the night immediately after the recording i left my God, computer yeah. on yeah um i felt really awful throughout the whole thing i was drinking tremendous amounts of water and eating raw carrots i um, in a desperate attempt to force nutrients into my dying body so when i think back on that i do tend to hmm. dislike it but then it was it was i was talking about our favorite films of 2016 and i don't think fortunately that sheer ferocious illness made it into the recording. Um,
1: he also goes on to ask, um, I want to hear about your favourite music if it's not film exclusive. Ooh, very interesting. So, yeah, well, we do both listen to a lot of film music. A lot of film scores.
0: I'm a huge fan of um, people like Hans Zimmer. I yeah. went to see him in concert this year. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, Carter Burwell. Yeah. Um, Clint oh, Mansell. Uh, Michael Gauchino. Yeah. Um, yeah, well. and Jed Kerzel's Extraordinary.
1: there are a lot, basically. But yeah. um, when it comes to... Music outside of film? Sure. Or?
0: I mean I am a huge fan of classical music. I really like Beethoven and mm-hmm. um uh, Ralph Vaughan Williams. I'm a huge fan of classical music, Chopin. Piano music I really like, Ludovico Yanaudi. These are my favourite guys. In terms of modern music, I'm a little out of touch. We both bonded over a, a shared love of Tool mm. um in our early days. Um I usually find my fa my bands because of movies, to be honest. Mm. I, I don't know if I did know who Arcade Fire were before I heard the soundtrack to her. One of my favorite movies ever made. Um, I don't even know if I'd listened to like Discovery before um, I, I saw Tron Legacy and thought, oh, these guys are good. Mm. So yeah, I think it tends to be movies that lead me into the music I like. That's interesting. Mm.
1: Yeah. So as, as well as Tool, for me, it's really that terrible thing of I love anything that's good. <laughs> Pretty much there's good in every genre. Oh, God. Yeah. Um I mean, on my phone currently, I've got Jamie Lenman's new album, the lead mm. singer of Ruben, who are probably my favourite band. Um, oh. Rest in peace. Um, I've got Devin Townsend, mm. Childish Gambino. Ah, oh, lovely. John Grant, Death Cab for Cutie, Agent yeah. Fresco, Chance the Rapper, Opeth, mm. um, some Franz Liszt, a fuck ton of trance. There's <laughs> just really everything. Yeah. Um, there's, I've even heard Good Gabba. So... <laughs> I could do a music podcast. I could just talk about all the stuff. Oh, man. All the stuff I love easily. Yeah. Um, but I like, I love that question. It's rare that I get to talk about <laughs> the, mu- the music that I'm into. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe we could do a podcast in which you introduce me to things that I have no idea
1: about because I'm <laughs> such an amateur with this. It would Ooh. be like the musical education of Paul. Oh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the inception of a whole new podcast <laughs> idea. Well, yes. Yeah, sp- um, going on from that then, um, Carla from Thing Park Films said, uh, Who came up with the concept for your show and what would you like to do next? So we've been through the concept part of it. As for what we'd like to do next, we have a couple of ideas.
0: We do. We've actually recorded um, a pilot for something that we're quite excited about that we um, will unveil when we feel it's ready. Yeah. Yeah, that we've got some ideas for some other film stuff. Yeah. Um, would be nice to branch out, do something
1: else. Yeah. Our friend uh, Katie mentioned (laughs) earlier said... uh, if you had to pick one famous person to have a threesome with the two of you, who would it be? If we absolutely had to. Had to. Had to. Forced. Famous person. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I think we're pretty much into the same people. We dig well, a lot I, of the I same... I think so. Things. I mean, we're both into the sort of... That yeah. whole new wave, steampunk, <laughs> grot, grime band era yeah. sort of thing. Um, I think we should do a count of three. Yeah. And we just say the person that we're thinking of. Yes. And... We will both blood blood tie, yeah, into committed into this. So after three, that our very next wank must be yes related to this these, three, so.
0: Yeah, the idea yeah. of us individually, me pull with those two people yeah. and you pull with those two people. Yes, uh, but we do have to think about the other. Weirdly, like we have to invert. Which yes, is awkward.
1: Maybe fantasizing about it or thinking, oh, I'm glad I'm not doing that, but yeah. it getting me off because it's forbidden fruit. Yeah. Okay, so after three, after we'll three. say. It. Okay. Oh wait, uh, alive or dead? It doesn't matter. Okay, great. Yeah. Perfect. One, two, three. I'm Adrian Edmondson.
0: So it's a threesome between you, Ayn Rand, and Adrian Edmondson. Yeah. It has to be my next thing. It's going to be pretty hard to determine that one. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting exploration of individualism <laughs> through the uh, the angle of... Um...
1: Repeatedly kicking someone in the testicles. <laughs> <laughs> what the who <hell? laughs> great thank you for that Katie thanks Katie next question from Christopher Bond where did you two meet and what is your favourite food okay then uh-huh. <laughs> um, we met
0: um, at the University of, Gr- of Life yeah mate of Hard Knocks yeah
2: we
1: were both in the war. Which is on the campus, same campus as Greenwich. Oh, yeah.
0: It's yeah. At the University of Greenwich where we bo- were both studying history. And we met uh, more or less in third year, I think. We, yeah, um... avoided each other until then, successfully. Yeah, I avoided almost everyone. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, third year, we were put into a group together. And whilst everyone else did the work, you and I discussed Futurama. Ah, I remember that now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wonderful.
0: And that was, yeah, that was that for the yeah. next decade.
1: Your favourite food, sir? Um, My favourite food is either dumplings with lots of soy sauce and vinegar really stinky chinese vinegar fuck yeah or just a bowl of ripe tropical fruit i can i can (laughs) smash i can smash through many a mango (laughs) uh for me i think it's got to be the sheer versatility of a cheeseburger
0: cheeseburger. Mm. so many things you could do with that you could have blue cheese on there yeah no cheese yeah anything
1: anything you like (laughs) big fan of asian food big fan of italian food big fan of Greek food, We mm. fan of food. <laughs> we still uh, film a
0: food cast. Ooh. Again, I know nothing of food. So if you could introduce me each week to a new
1: food and album, <laughs> <laughs> we can eat it whilst, whilst listening to that album. <laughs> Paul, this is <laughs> this is Natto. Again? <laughs> Fuck. Yes, again. Only this time <laughs> we're going to be listening to, to Anamanaguchi, the chiptunes <laughs> masterpiece. Again. um, Basically, it's going to be a Natto and Anamanaguchi <laughs> cast. Paul, you're reading the wrong one. Paul, <laughs> get away from those chip tunes. Okay, so we've got. So this is where our friend Jen steps in. Okay, and she um, she asked us one genuine question. Okay, that's nice. Which is, uh, which horror film would you least mind getting stuck in? That's the genuine question. Yeah. Well, I've got my horror shelf right behind you there.
0: So uh, let me just let my eyes pass over that. 28 days later, probably not. Mm-hmm. You know what? I would like to be in an Italian giallo film of the 1970s, perhaps like Birds with a bird with a crystal plumage or Deep Red, because then you get to be in sexy Italy in the 70s, mm. um, and you won't get murdered. Only the incredibly attractive women around you will get murdered.
1: <laughs> yes, um, but totally. one of them will also turn out to be the one who did it, so it's okay. So you're off, you're off scot free, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. On a similar note, I was thinking the orphanage. Oh, okay. As long as I wasn't one of the children, <laughs> which, by dint of being a 30, 31 year thirty-one-year-old man, yeah, is not going to happen. I might have a bit of where did I put my kids, <laughs> and I may see someone get run over and have oh, their face shit. fall off. But yeah. I will, I will live to tell the tale. <laughs> Jen also went on oh. to, to ask us a, f- a, f- a few more questions. Oh, should we have a gen fire round?
0: Genfire fire round. First thought,
1: best thought yeah so would you rather watch jaws every day for the rest of your life or watch high school musical for 24 hours once a month for a year
0: what oh fuck i couldn't ruin jaws i love jaws could it hold up to being watched every day
1: for for what every day for the rest of your life right probably not so i'm gonna go for what was the other one 24 hours once a month for a year yeah that's fine i would go for that because that's temporary that's temporary i'd record a hit podcast about it Mm. (laughs) fuck yeah We'd, do what we'd end up doing one with Guy and Tim. Oh, lovely. Oh. Question number two. Would you rather be Michael Shannon or let Christopher Walken stare into your eyes for five minutes?
0: I get to be Michael Shannon
1: forever. You would have to be Michael Shannon forever. <laughs> um, I'd probably take the deep gaze into the Walken. Yeah, I think I would as well, because if he does kill you, at least there's proof there's a god. <laughs> would you rather personally award Adam Sandler the Best Actor Oscar or never watch a Star Wars film again?
0: Oh, fuck it. Let him have the Oscar.
1: I'd give, him, I'd give him the Oscar. He'd probably pay me for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you rather look like Chris Hemsworth but speak only with an offensively false German accent or sound like James L. Jones but look like a hot mess? <laughs> well, I already
0: look like a hot mess. So, <laughs> James, James L. Jones would be a bonus, <laughs>
1: but I've got to go with. Um... I mean, sorry, who is it? I get to look like Chris Hemsworth, but yeah, fuck it, just not speak with an offensively false German accent.
0: Oh, I'm mute. Sorry. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I am the de- mute. Do you understand this? <laughs> I am a Notoki talking man. I am a- No, you do not understand. You will understand in time. Um, How about yourself, sir?
1: You didn't answer that. Ah, uh, Chris Hemsworth, definitely. Yeah, fuck I think okay. of all the babes.
2: Yeah, all the babes.
1: <laughs> they would be running after me as I sprinted in the opposite direction. <laughs> that was all the questions we had. So <laughs> thanks. Thank- Everyone. Thanks, OG team. Thanks, OG team and Jen. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so now we're getting near the end of this. How about we just quick fire some things that we enjoy or have enjoyed about OGT over the mm, last year? Okay. I'm gonna start by saying jingles. All credit to you. Um, it's been great. There have been yeah. some really great little bits of music here and there. I'm particularly in love with our incredibly catchy mini ones, like, um, the one better thing. The one better thing. Which is impossible to not expect after you've said it every time I say it now. Yeah. Um, I'm really fond of the new Quickfire one. Yeah. is excellent. It's just, yeah. And our, our opening and closing credits, I think, are brilliant. I think Ooh, yeah. it, it
1: very nicely catches the, um, mm-hmm the torture and the joy that we, we yeah. try to bring to every episode
0: oh a little insight here Um, we originally wanted uh, Love Child from the soundtrack to Utopia as written by um, Christabel Vanderpeer sorry if I got that wrong basically we, you can't use music unless you're reviewing it so if I say it's great we can play a little bit here and you can imagine what it would be like if all the OGTs started with that no <laughs>
1: I'm a big fan of um, the three-man jingle. Oh, free to a man. Free in
2: the bush. Free. Free. No.
1: Films are shit, mate. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I'd probably, if I'm quick-firing, I'd say that was my favourite. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. really good. Accents from almost any episode. Yes. Every, every time we try to do one. <laughs> um, there, there are some that hit better than others. Yep. Um, I am yet to do a, a, anywhere near decent Scottish accent. Anything? <laughs> I even...
0: disagree. I think you got pretty damn close oh. doing
1: Outcasts. Dinner, a dinner ken where I'm from. <laughs> ah, if only I knew. Maybe. Other than that, it's been pretty unrecognisable.
0: <laughs> I like our weird moments of synchronicity. I only heard one when I was preparing for this podcast. And it was when we were doing Bucky Larson.
1: And my <laughs> my thought for most of that was,
0: oh, stop being, being so horrible. Dicks. Yeah, it wasn't quite perfect, yeah. but we both say something very similar <laughs> at the exact same time, and I like it when that happens.
1: Uh, Blockbuster. <laughs> Blog, oh, B- Blog Bl- boaster and Yelpers on. Borsal, yeah, yeah. That was my yeah <laughs> one, one of my one of my favorite uh oh. riffs from you.
0: Yelpers on, of course, yeah. being what Yelp turned into when it became sentient. <laughs> I am Yelpers on. <laughs> where should I? Where should I have breakfast this morning? <laughs> Yelpers <is> on demands <laughs> that you have breakfast at Millie's <laughs> Corner Tea and Coffee Shop. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Little flights of fancy. Yeah. That was
1: really quite fun. Yeah, you had you had me going for a while there. <laughs>
0: Oh, good stuff. I love. I li- I like your array of fake laughs. And his hair? It, it, no, he's got normal hair, right? No, what? not normal. <laughs> Speaking of which, sorry, it's just it's been interesting to hear my laugh and to realise yeah. I have multifaceted laughs. Yeah. For different occasions, occasionally Stuart Lee, sometimes weird little giggles.
1: The the Stuart Lee ones are the sort of most unbridled ones this Yes. <sighs> Sorry, which um, which I love, which means that I sort of gotten a special kind of reaction out of you, <laughs> which is great. Have you ever have
0: you noticed anything about your speech as a result of doing this podcast? Oh like... yeah, I'm
1: horrendously self conscious <laughs> of the way I speak now. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's wonderful listening to the other podcasts that I'm on where people don't painstakingly edit out all of the ums and ahs. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that I can just snip right out of the podcast. Oh god, um, yeah. Yeah, no, painfully self-aware. Thank you for asking <laughs> yourself.
0: Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I mean, I've always had an issue with my voice being too high. I think I'm and annoying. More, yeah, 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 and yeah, really annoying. Yeah. Genuinely annoying. I think I'm better with that now. Yeah. I mean, having to listen to it all the time has made me more aware of how it is I actually sound and more accepting of it.
1: I am obscenely okay with the sound of my own voice. Yeah, I'm, and I used to <laughs> not be in any uh, at all. Yeah, I used to really, really. Detest no, we it.
0: we both spoke about it. Yeah. Um,
1: that went away even almost from the first episode it didn't take long yeah no this is really taking on a, a, a certain pattern but i really like the bit where you do <laughs> the uh it's the structure the structure of a lot of the episodes mm. and and specifically the top 10 episodes the, the way you, you structured it with the 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 samples the, the mm. opening and closing credits or right. the music um it's such a brilliant way of framing framing <laughs> the episodes and it's one of my favorite episodes actually oh, thank you yeah um, I really like your similes,
0: um, but I particularly like it when they just go a little t- too far or too obtuse. <laughs> like, you're you're very one of them, the sort of a stuff. But there's one I was listening to. I think it was um, it was in Bucky Larson. Mm. I think it was today, and it was like it was. It's like a, a, str- a manly-handed str- uh, hooker reaching into your heart and pulling it out, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I think I reply something like, "Oh yeah, like that."
1: <laughs> I think I, I when, when I when I write, you're always like pushing for a, a simile or metaphor that nobody's ever used before yeah and, and 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 but one it has to be it can't just be the alan partridge and the thoughts were tumbling through my mind like trainers in a washing machine <laughs> it has to it has to actually be decent yeah um, with the podcast recording it's not something that you can vet as it's coming out of your mouth <laughs> and that's a big thing actually is get, getting into the frame of mind where um you can just Say things yeah. without thinking, without the filter being there. Yeah. you're Like I just got to say it because it's got. I've got to say something, and let's just yeah. hope it's funny. And sometimes it's not. <laughs> sometimes it's offensive. Yeah. I think we've so, both done that. A yeah, couple of times. and and it, and it and it goes out because you immediately say, "I can't believe I said that. <laughs> that is not representative of my values." <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a worrying thought
0: that the audience will think, oh the mask slipped yeah as opposed to just no, they just overextended
1: yeah oh they are monsters, I always knew
0: <laughs> I'm really fond of the list gags we do or the recurring gags, and I think you're stronger at the improvising of them than I am for example, the porn names that we did in Rocky <laughs> Larson you were coming up with on the spot whilst I had mm. prepared them in advance um and I, I'm very proud of some of them, including what I didn't get to say, yeah. which is um Ben coming in you yeah Ben coming in you yeah he's Greek the Greek yeah. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, didn't make the cut. But yeah. you, you came up with Porn Dave. Yeah. No, fucking Porn fucking Dave. Fucking Porn Dave. Which, <laughs> I mean, that entered into our, our everyday lives as a recurring gag. It's fucking great. <laughs> yes, thank you for noticing. And you did uh, really well on the Gili episode when we were calling him excuse oh, things beginning with yes yeah. just just g and yeah anything some, some, beginning with g. But and then, I, I literally had to google a list of g words so i could call him like larry Gorm- uh, i think i came up with larry gormangast yeah i think so but that was googling and you were just
1: like doing it off the dome but i think that's a that's that's a kind of the different ways that we approach i'm definitely more of a free and easy yeah thing but without your working. planning it would just be me going around in circles and not yeah. having anything of worth to say just me trying to tell <laughs> jokes and tell better jokes than the last joke i said <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it works well together.
1: Definitely, but I don't think anyone would say that you lack the quick turn of phrase. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I've I've gotten lucky with some
0: good puns. Oh, we've
1: gotten lucky with some good puns.
0: Yes, that should probably be one of our quick things, is that Mm. we do like a good pun.
1: We do like a good, (laughs) good pun.
0: But yeah, it's rubbish if you've prepared the pun in advance, I think. Mm. I think a, a genuine spontaneous pun... You know, I don't know. I don't agree that it's the weakest form of comedy. It's, you know, I have great respect for people who can come up with a great part. Mm. It's, it's clever. It's a good bit of wordplay. Yeah. Not easy
2: should be
1: to apl- do. Should be applauded. Absolutely.
0: Mm. Um, I like it when our lives, our real lives collide with the podcast. Yes. Uh, For example, weather sometimes when it's really hot <laughs> yeah. and we mention it. Yeah. Oh, it's really cold. Or I think in one episode there's lightning. Yes. I think yes. Alone in the Dark, you can hear lightning.
1: Yeah, there's a nice cream van in Po Harbour. Um, no, point uh, Break. with yeah, Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's
0: fireworks and something. Yeah, um,
1: and then just 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 things about uh, you mentioned earlier the uh, outside of uh, recording about um, staying up the night before Gem watch- and the Holograms to watch the general election. Yep, that was brilliant. Um, and the hysteria, just the delirium that that came <laughs> from so staying tired. up all night and. The joy of not being a conservative majority. It just, yeah. <laughs> it was just everything. It meant everything to us. Um, but yeah, I, I do like, I mean, some of my favourite podcasts, some of my mm. favourite things are knowing a bit more about the people that you've come to love and appreciate. Yeah. And um you might not love or appreciate us, it, it's, <laughs> I, I still like the bits where the personal life does come yeah. in a little bit, you know.
0: And of course, there was a the bit where the Wicker Man DVD fell on you. Yes. <laughs> Ow. Ow. You were making an expansive gesture during, uh, and on, to be honest, when you listen back to it, an interminably long bit in which I sum up the opening narration to Alone in the Dark. We mm. let that go on for way too long. But during one of your gestures, you knocked the shelf behind you and my wooden, <laughs> massive Wickerman <laughs> box
1: fell yeah. on you. Um, and we cut out the bit in which I check if you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did we leave in the bit where you asked if the Wickerman was okay? <laughs> Then
0: we're sent back into the world as a sort of ghost walker. Careful <laughs> oh,
1: shit Cut to silence and then just then just move on with the rest of the podcast.
0: Is my is my wicker man okay?
2: Sorry.
0: It's fine. It's fine, it's, fine. it's wood. It looks good, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> the heaviest thing up there just happened. <laughs> Are you alright, also?
1: Um, yeah, I didn't fall on my head, so. Okay. Oh,
0: but my, my final quickfire thing is that I really like it when we do just descend into filth. It <laughs> yeah. happens sometimes, and it's quite fun. Hmm. And my particular moment was the between the legs shot <laughs> description. Um, yes. I can't remember why it came up now, was it? It was, uh, Outcast. It was bad sword fighting. Yes. Um, <laughs> bad editing. Yeah. And we described the idea of breaking up an action shot as being like the between the legs shot in a porn film. <laughs> Which oh, is yeah. a lovely sort of Frank Skinner esque relatable piece of filth. <laughs> I think without that,
1: would we be human?
0: <laughs> would we be um, demonstrably did, real people? Did caveman not draw draw cocks upon his den? At,
1: at least if they'd understood the relationship between their mind and their own penis, <laughs> they would have. It would have. Her and Sock did teaches us as much?
0: Yeah. All right. Well, the last thing to talk about really is what's next, um, and the mm. biggest thing that's going to change for the podcast is the fact that one of Le Paul's is heading south of the equator. Yes.
1: Mm. Um, guess which one? Uh-oh.
0: It's
1: that one. <laughs> yes, I am going to be moving to Australia. Mm. in. Um, well, by the time this episode comes out, yep. I will be in Australia.
0: Yeah, you'll be listening to this sat next to a koala.
1: Yeah. Try not to get chlamydia off of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh going over there to uh, be with my girlfriend Nell. Mm. And so it's gonna and Away from your job. Yes, away <laughs> away from my job and uh <laughs> all of the all of the English things. <laughs> into into sun that makes your lungs hurt, apparently. <laughs> um yeah, so it's gonna be a big old challenge because yeah. it will be the first time that we'll have done a podcast, a one good thing podcast over the internet.
0: Yes, we've literally never not been in the same room before. Mm. I think, well, um, Surf Ninjas. We were for Next Surf Ninjas, yeah, yeah. Thanks to our
1: rudimentary crude <laughs> setup. <laughs> set up, you like, set yeah. Um, um
0: <laughs> We couldn't Skype and be both on the same computer at the same time. Yes. So
1: yes, it'll be... Oh, and we've done a couple of others. But we have some strategies. I think, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's gonna suffer in, in quality. I think we're gonna be the same. Yeah. The same, uh, witty acerbic pool boys. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, I th- yeah, I think if anything, it's gonna improve because I'm gonna have some energy. With any luck, this
0: will get us on our best footing because I'm definitely the kind of person who has most of his energy at night. Mm. And you're definitely the kind of person who has the big amount of energy when they wake up in the morning. Yes. So with any luck, we'll actually be synchronized in that mm. way if we work it out carefully fingers
1: crossed yeah yeah we'll have to have to wait and see on that one
0: but... or we'll both be at our weakest <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> and we'll have to quit find new partners yeah. and never talk about movies again i just have to swap places is the thing oh okay <laughs> that'll be fine that's 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 allowed <laughs> so so yeah big challenge big change yep. um but... it'll be
0: interesting um if we end up watching the movies separately from each other, mm. because it might mean that we both have different experiences of the film. Yeah. One of us might be sat there cackling away whilst the other's just sobbing. Um, that could be really interesting. It could be interesting. It could lead to some very different opinions. Yeah. Um I've got to say the idea of watching certain films without someone to laugh about with yeah. them uh, certainly does fill me with dread. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certain numbered movies that are in our, our future. Yeah. Uh, become very, loom very large. But hey, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we've got some really cool upcoming episodes, though. We've got more six episodes. Uh, You may have noticed that we use our six episodes, um, next one, 56, um, to do weird shit, Mm -hmm. such as best of the years, um, personal favorites. We're hoping this year to do some kind of weirder stuff than that, sort of talk about concepts and things around Mm, film. Getting
1: abstract.
0: We're getting pretty abstract with our sixes, so I hope you'll enjoy some of those. We're going to do another spooky thing. Next Halloween. Yes, indeed. In which we're going to talk about the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Can't wait. <laughs> One less edition than the Halloween franchise. i happy to We're going to do more defense of. So I've got mm. another defense off coming, which also means my colleague gets
1: a chance to host yeah. again, which will be good fun. I will relish the chance. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got, I think I've got my next couple of defenses sorted. So that's mm-hmm. basically me for the year. <laughs> um, yeah, really excited. They're some of my favorite episodes. Yeah. I'm also
0: looking forward to doing some more quick things. We're gonna get back to that Gorehouse Greats box yeah. set.
1: Um, most of which are on YouTube, so you'll
0: be able to watch them as well in Australia. Good stuff. And yeah, just watch more fucking weird films that
1: no one's heard of. Because I really like the Brain Twisters episode. <laughs> yeah, and those I mean those films are really something. They really are. And uh yeah, it might it might be it might be more cool for it when we're abroad and on different tight different time zones yeah. to do something quicker from time to time. One good thing you might have
0: missed, we're gonna maybe do another one of those we've been yeah. talking about. Um another good thing you might have missed. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, because that was a really fun episode talking about films that we actually like just these opportunities to be really positive and prove that they do make films like that anymore (laughs) Um, did you mention best of 2017? Yep, oh,
0: yeah, we want to do Best of 2017, probably episode 66. Uh, although logic would dictate that would be a spooky episode, but um, we're not. We're going to do <laughs> yeah. Best of 2017. Again, we're going to delay it because I don't even know what the movie release delay is like in Australia. No, gonna I th- have to find that out. I think it- they're
1: still waiting on La La Land.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, they're going to love it down there. <laughs> uh, we want to do more collaborations. We're looking forward to yeah. that. We've got some lined up already. Really they're excited. Great. In the immediate future. You guys have got a Christmas movie coming up. Mm -hmm. So I hope you'll look forward to that.
1: Yes. Second Christmas movie. Will it be as entertaining as The Christmas Tree? Could it be? How much better will it be? (laughs) Uh, Thanks, everybody, for for listening. Um, Yeah the as mentioned in the last episode the our number of subscribers has been creeping up and that's been really good to see um like we say it's it's a lot of it is just for fun and we have so much fun doing it but it is so so gratifying to see more and more people yeah um listening in um the people who are subscribing so they our episodes download as soon as it goes goes up is really nice to see yeah and to get feedback from people get these questions to get the one good things recently yeah see the og team swelling <laughs> in its ranks if, if, if you like us and you've got another friend who really likes podcasts yeah. movie podcasts comedy podcasts whatever yeah say give them give them a listen tell them your favorite episode yeah preferably not batman versus superman or justice because <laughs> even though that has the highest number of listens it is probably the one <laughs> i would li- last recommend least recommend start uh, with mother's day yeah st- start <laughs> start with a recent one yeah that everybody loved and <laughs> and just go go from there but like w- word of mouth is the best way you're going to spread yeah. the news and you know the the more people we get we can justify spending more money on recording equipment um yeah. on, on spending taking more time to make this and other podcasts yeah exactly the way we want yeah and the way we're going to do that is by spreading the word so thanks everyone for all, for doing that already yeah for everything i'm paul Saltz. I'm Paul Goodman. The final thought. The one good thing about one good thing.
0: Because ultimately, we would be doing this anyway. We love films. We love talking about films. We'd happily do this without the minds. The one good thing is you, dear listener. You heard us and you laughed and you thought about the things we're saying and maybe even changed your minds about some of these garbage movies. Uh, you listen and it means the world to us. You are the one great thing about one good thing.
1: Do you know what I'd do? I'd, pre- I'd pretend to die and then at the funeral I'd burst out of the coffin and be like, Ha! See? How would have a twin have helped with that? You'd it, have kill the other no, one. No, it would have. It just would have. Because the other twin would have been there and he'd have been like, I was in on there the whole time. The Daily Johnson. The Johnson times. It's time for the Daily Johnson! <laughs> Come around! <laughs> a box shouting through! <laughs> <laughs> she's just slip through the cracks like a perfect shit. And they do an up, 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 up. Yep. And that's where they finish their routine. And they get they get chewed out a bit. Yeah, Alan Baldwin calls him in and says, "How dare you do enough? up 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 Yeah, and he's like, "I only did enough. 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 Because that's what you'd have done, America. work. work. Tell us about your cogs. She does that make us move? Well, yeah, no, I yeah. I does it just feel like chunky? Oh yeah, you don't want to chew it, no, not shit. And they all run away from Alfred into of swimming and that the end of the film. <laughs> <You're not> <laughs> <laughs>